everybody. Welcome to episode one of When the Hunt Calls. All right. This is the podcast that is not afraid to ask the tough questions like, did Epstein really kill himself? <laughs> I'm sorry. I've, I've been over the last couple of days, I've been posting a lot of uh, stupid Epstein memes um, and Epstein hashtags um, on my Instagram account. So I had to put that out there. But seriously, though, welcome to episode one of When the Hunt Calls. My name is Cliff Cadet and I am your host. So first and foremost, I want to start off with a disclaimer. I um, am not a hunter. All right. Um, at least I don't feel like I've earned that title just yet. All right. Um, let's say I am a uh, a hunter in training. All right. I spent the last year learning from a lot of people via social media and I am still learning. All right. Um, so any information that I share via the When the Hunt Calls podcast with the When the Hunt Calls podcast is um, uh Information that's coming from people a hell of a lot more knowledgeable than I am when it comes to hunting. All right. So whatever I say, don't take it as law. Don't take it as, oh, Cliff said, nah, take it as, well, Cliff heard from this guy who knows A, B, C and D about hunting or Cliff learned about A, B, C and D from this book that he read. And that's pretty much it. That's my disclaimer. Now, second thing. All right. I want to set some expectations, all right? As I'm recording this, I'm sitting in my car in the parking lot of a laundromat right under the 7 train, all right? Um, the reason why I'm saying this is because the audio quality of my podcast is not going to be the dopest that it can be, all right? I don't have access to a studio. I don't have access to some, like, awesome-ass uh, podcast equipment. What I do have is... A dope iPhone, some headphones, and the the basically the want to share my journey with you guys, the want to uh, let you guys in on whatever I'm learning and just just share it with you guys. All right. So whenever I'm recording, it's gonna be on the fly. It might be in a place. I might be sitting in my car parked under a train under train tracks like I am now. I might be sitting in my car or my work truck. Um, as some dead on some dead end block, you know, saying well, hopes again some quiet. Um, if you can hear it right now, seven train is actually just going by, so you're gonna hear some rumbling. I'm gonna try to speak a little bit louder. Um, uh, as I was saying, I might be in my house, you know, uh, sitting in the living room, sitting in my bedroom, whatever. So uh, the audio quality, audio quality will be what it is. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I hope you guys will instead of maybe nitpicking at oh this sound was in the background that sound was in the background instead focus on the quality of the content like whatever guests i may bring on um for me and for you uh to learn from okay now introducing myself again my name is cliff all right aka c money aka the hip-hop hunter um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. I don't have any of those nicknames. Actually, uh, D-Rock from the East Coast Bow Hunting Podcast um, was the one who actually called me C-Money in a, a DM uh, a couple months back, and that kind of stuck with me. Hip-Hop Hunter, I kind of like as well. Oh, there goes that 7 train again. Um, Hip-Hop Hunter, I kind of like as well because I am a hip-hop head, and um, 
always have been growing up you know in new york city um you know hip-hop is a huge part of my life um you know what i'm saying so uh c money hip-hop hunter you pick all right i am a christian i am a husband i am a father um but i am fallible i am with flaws all right um so when i say i'm a christian it's not something that i'm trying to tout over anybody's heads it's something that i'm letting you guys know that it's my way of letting you guys know that i am a sinner and that i looked i looked to god i looked to jesus for guidance leadership and everything else under the sun all right um so i do cuss um I do make inappropriate comments. I do uh, tell inappropriate jokes. Um, so if if by some chance there is somebody listening that is looking to, uh, you know, sponsor this podcast, I am all in. But know that I come with those other things because truth be told, I will sell out faster than, than an 80s athlete in a room full of white women back in the 80s. All right. <laughs> all right that's a perfect example of an inappropriate joke but it's the truth um i'd love to you know work with other people in terms of just getting this podcast out there so if you're interested please feel free to hit me up in my dms on instagram at urban archery nyc or shoot me an email urban archery nyc at gmail.com now about the show when the hunt calls now if you're familiar with it or you're familiar with me um about early 2019 or in the middle of 2019 i was doing an instagram live show called when the hunt calls and basically what that was is i would bring on a guest that someone that i really wanted to speak with and learn from when it came to hunting and someone that i hoped that my followers wanted to hear from as well so now in this podcast form doing the same thing um whether it be in person or on the phone chances are it's going to be over the phone um most of the time i will have a guest on um and i will be interviewing them picking their brains learning as much as i can about that person about what they do within the you know hunting industry and any tips and tricks they can share with me and you the listener so i hope you guys will join me for that um especially today um with this particular episode because today's guest my very first guest on my podcast is going to be my seven-year-old son um you see when i made the decision to pursue hunting i also made the decision to put my family before hunting um and I hope that I've been doing, you know, a pretty good job of that. But I'm going to interview my son, Cruz, um, and ask him questions um, and learn about what he learn about what he knows about hunting um, and see what wisdom I can impart on him with what I've learned um, and see what he needs to learn um, moving forward. So that once he is of age, um, you know, I can take him out and I know he'll be ready. All right. So again, welcome 
to the very first episode of When the Hunt Calls in its podcast format. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the conversation that I'm about to have with my mini-me. All right? All right, so from being parked up in my car underneath a set of train tracks to now being in my home, specifically my son's bedroom, um, as promised, I am here with my very first guest of my very first podcast, someone that is near and dear to my heart, my seven-year-old son, Cruz. Say hi, Cruz. Hi. All right, that is him. He is here mainly because, um, as I said, as I've taken on uh, learning about this sport of hunting, one of the things I've uh, kind of promised to myself and to my family to do is to put them first, uh, put my family before hunting. Um, and one of the ways I want to fulfill that commitment is by making sure that I'm passing on what I'm learning to my son. Now, my son is seven um, and has expressed interest in, in what I'm doing, right? Do you, you're interested in what I'm doing? Yes. Yes. Um, so daddy's been learning about hunting, um, specifically shooting a bow. So you're interested in shooting a bow? Yes. All right. Well, a lot of these people, if these, if these guys or women, these people are li- that are listening have been following me on Instagram, they've actually seen a picture of you shooting your bow. With Charles. Yeah, with Charles, your cousin. Um, which was pretty cool because you were showing Charles how to shoot a bow, right? Yeah. All right. So, like I said before, I've been learning about hunting, and I don't think I've ever really sat down to talk to you about it. So, I guess my first question for you as my first guest, <laughs> I should say thank you for doing that, is um, I guess... Can you tell me, in your own words, what is hunting? To me, hunting is like something that you do to survive. If you can't, if you don't have enough money to afford food, but so you can eat and without having to pay for it, really. And that's what I really what I think hunting is about. All right, that's pretty cool. That's a good idea because if you think about it, years ago there were there were I mean, many 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 years ago, long 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 time ago, <laughs> there weren't you know supermarkets on every corner. Where you could go skirt and be at a supermarket. Exactly. Oh, you can't go skirt in your car and, and be at a supermarket. And there wasn't money. And there wasn't money. I mean, there there probably was money. But few. Yeah, but few. But um, people had to hunt to survive. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, hunting these days, um, there are still a lot of people out there. There are still a lot of families out there that do hunt to survive. They're not like us. Like you and me, if we wanted to go pick up food for us, right? Um, you and me could just hop in the car. We can go to Stop and Shop and pick up a steak, all right? But there are other people in this country, heck, other people in this world that... Um, in order to survive, they've got to pick up either their bow or they've got to pick up a rifle, go out and hunt. And if they don't hunt, what happens? Um, they either start to or their family and them can't eat. Exactly. If they don't hunt, they don't eat. All right. Now, um, that's not the case for us. Like daddy doesn't have to hunt. You don't have you don't have to hunt. 
one of the things that daddy's been learning is that being outdoors is something that he likes to be, do a lot. Um, and the way that I've seen that is like, you know, simple things like we like going outside, hanging out at the park. We like going for long walks and stuff like that. Even daddy's job, you know, I'm, when I'm out delivering, I like being outside all day. Um, I don't know what I would do if I was, um, if I had to work in an office all day, to be honest. Imagine, yeah, you guys just see he's making such a face right now because he can't picture his dad having to sit at a desk at work, uh, yeah, typing away. He's making, he's doing a little, uh, he's making these little typing fingers right now. But, um, daddy really likes his job. I really like being outside all day, even when it's raining, even when it's really hot or really cold outside. And that's kind of what it's like. Uh, when you're when it's hunting um so hunting you know is is you know people going out to gather their food um and let me ask you this question and you tell me if it's if it's true or like if it just give me an honest answer as best as I okay. possible all okay. right um would it bother you to hunt an animal like, really think about it, all right? Because that's something that daddy was trying to do. Like, would it bother you to actually go out there into the woods? All right, so not you, all right? Would it bother you if daddy went out to the woods, right? Which I have gone, and then daddy takes his bow and shoots an arrow at a deer, and the deer dies. Would that bother you? No. No? Why not? Because lots of times... I see robots be falling to death. You see what? Robots. Robots. You watch movies like that. Those are just movies. I I'm told no, but seriously though, seriously, no. it wouldn't bother you. Why wouldn't it bother you? Because it, to me, I, to me, it would actually be cool, because I would like to see it, like, because I would like to see you shoot it, without it, like, surviving. Because I don't, like, that would be cool to me. Ah. Now, I, I get it. It's, it's kind of, there's a cool aspect of it. Um, but something you said is you'd, you'd like to see me shoot it without it surviving. What would happen, how would you feel if I shot my bow, right? I hit the deer, but it survived. How would you feel about that? Amazed. Why is that? Because I thought, I'm pretty sure that the the serrated tip of the air would maybe, would probably kill it. And that would be crazy I'd survive that. No, that's, that's true. But the, the thing is, certain animals, even deer, like if you don't, if you don't shoot it at the right place in their body, they can still survive. But let me ask you a question. Don't you think it would be hurt? True. True. Now... If it's hurt, duh, do you think it'd be suffering? Probably. Because probably you would think that it can't get away. And then it would probably think that it, that's a, whoever, whoever does attack it would probably try to come and attack it again. Yeah, that's very true. So let me tell you, let me tell you a couple of things, all right? So what hunters these days try to do is what's called make an ethical kill. All right. Ethical meaning doing something right. Okay. And what's in the best interest of that particular animal. So when you're shooting an arrow, 
either whether you're shooting your bow or a rifle at an animal, you want to hit it in a specific spot so that way it, the animal can die quickly. All right. Um, because if you miss those specific places, all that's going to end up happening is is two things. One, the animal might die, but die slowly and in pain, which really isn't good. That's really sad. Um, and, and not fun to watch. Exactly. Not fun to watch because I don't think any... Because, I mean, do you like to watch people suffer? I'm sure yeah. you wouldn't like to watch animals suffer either. Yeah. And the second thing that would hap- that could happen is that the animal would live but still be in a lot of pain. You know what I'm saying? So um, we don't want to do any of that. We want to yeah. make sure that when we shoot at an animal it with a bull... It wipes out right away. Exactly. It wipes out right away. Um, <laughs> kids say the darnest things. Um, <laughs> so, so now let me ask you... All right, so you've seen me with my bow, all right? You've never seen me with a gun or a rifle or anything like that. Unless it's a a Nerf gun. Unless it's a Nerf (laughs) gun, yeah, exactly. But um, when Daddy Daddy was in the Marine Corps, Daddy, you know, used to shoot a rifle and used to shoot a handgun. Um, It's been a very, very long time since I've held a firearm of any kind. Um, If you had to choose, all right, because Daddy chose to go hunting with a bow, Right, Daddy could if if he wanted to pursue it, go out and shoot with a rifle. But I choose to go shoot with a bow. If you had to choose, what would you choose to hunt with? Would you hunt? Would you hunt with bow, a bow and arrows, or would you hunt with a firearm or like a rifle? Um, a rifle because it would be quicker. Cause if you even if it doesn't kill it right away you fire right away right again <sighs> so with a bow it would take longer you're hurting you. my heart you're <laughs> killing me no 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 you were supposed to say bow a bow is cooler to hunt with oh you're killing me you're killing me Cruz. <coughs> so <coughs> my son has just broken my heart but he's, I would think it was he's cool told to... me that he'd prefer to hunt with a rifle over a bow. <coughs> Excuse me, y'all. Um, got a tickle in my throat. <laughs> All right. Okay. So here's the deal. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down. I'm gonna break it okay. down for you. All right. Hunting with a bow and hunting with a rifle. Okay. All right. Okay. Both are still kind of hard to do. Yeah. But one is a lot harder than the other. And in my opinion, one oh, is, one is cooler than the other. So, we, all right. Oh, and also, it's easier to aim with a rifle instead it's of easy, having to go. It's easy to aim with a bow too. I know, but usually you can't. No one can really stay that since they still have to get make a perfect shot. Well, no, no, one no, can no, do no, that. no one can stay still that long. Yes, they to, actually can because that's why that's why the bow that I have is called a compound bow. All right, so the bow you have is not a recurve. It's kind of like a long bow. So you have to pull it in and hold it there, which is kind of hard because you got to be strong to keep that string there. The cool thing is that with a compound bow, you still have the strength of that long bow or, or recurve bow, but it's easier to hold it at what's called full draw. And you can hold it there for a long while and you've got a sight in the whole night. So here's the thing. All right. So I'm going to tell you. With a bow, okay, you've got to get closer 
to we're going to talk about or any animal for that matter but let's say deer all right with a bow you've got to get closer to the deer all right which is really difficult to do wait 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 hear me out first <laughs> you no, got... I was or it would not or the air wouldn't make it and it would hit exactly. and it would work the deer and it would run exactly so which is why you can make a long range shot but like I said, we want to make, if we're hunting, we want to make what's called an ethical kill on the animal, all right? So with a bow, you'd have to get a lot closer to the deer, right? So which is really difficult to do. Like you got to get really good at it because the deer can either hear you, uh, smell you, or unless, see you. Unless you cover yourself in mud. Well, <laughs> there's, a, there's a, I mean, that's, that's a good uh, scent blocking technique, but uh, you can cover yourself in mud or the dirt so you That's can smell like said, the earth but... right but um so with a bow right you've got to get a lot closer to the deer all right so which makes it a lot harder because you really have to know how the wind is blowing because the wind will send like if you're stinky right <laughs> if you're wearing stinky socks that day or stinky underwear or whatever, <laughs> right? Then the wind will blow your scent towards the deer. The deer will pick up their head, smell you, and then run away. Okay? But then you have to be quick and, and like step out and then be quick and which, shoot it. Which is very true also. Which is out. very true. Look at that. I didn't even t tell you about that, but you did. You got that idea. You do have to, you know, shoot quick. But so like I said, that's what makes uh hunting with a bow a little bit more difficult, a little bit more challenging. That's what daddy likes about it. It's a, it's a, it's a little bit more challenging. Now with a rifle, okay, a rifle. Y'all should see my son right now. He's hunkered down behind this little ottoman, acting like uh, he's sighting in a rifle and taking aim on a, on a deer. Get up here, silly. So, um, so with a rifle, the thing about a rifle is. Um, you don't have to get that close to the deer, depending on how strong or how far you know your rifle can shoot and stuff like that. Um, you can shoot a deer from a, a good, good distance away. So it can't really smell you or see you. Exactly. All and right. It would be way easier. <laughs> it would be way easier now. Okay. So now that you know that, all right. Listen to this question again. Would you like to shoot a deer? Stop laughing at me. Would you like to shoot? Now you're snorting. Would you like to shoot a deer? Would you like to shoot a deer in a more challenging way with a bow and arrow, right? Or would you like to take the easy route and shoot a, shoot a deer with a rifle? Does it have to be a rifle? It doesn't have, well yeah that's pretty much how how you would do it so I would say I would say right, okay let's stick, okay, let's stick to the question okay. which would you like to do would you like to you know really learn something and and that's a little bit challenging and rewarding at the same time and shoot with a bow or would you rather shoot a rifle I shoot an arrow rifle. Uh, oh, 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 yes. See, all right. So he's trying to get the best of both worlds here. Okay, so he just said he'd rather shoot an arrow rifle. There is no such thing as an arrow rifle, but, but there... a dart rifle. No, huh? listen. Okay. There is something called a crossbow. 
Okay? So take, you see the take way. Take this. No, 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 no. So picture my bow, right? The way it, it goes when you hold this straight, right? Now, if you take my bow and turn it sideways, right? It becomes a crossbow. Wait, not yet. Then picture attaching the bow sideways like that onto a rifle. You're laughing, but these things exist. Yeah. So what it is, is the bow part is a little bit, is basically smaller, right? And it's on like a rifle type mechanism. So what you... I've seen that before. Exactly. So like what a you... a bow caster. I don't from know. From Star Wars. It, yeah, kind of like a bow caster from Star Wars. Dude. Yeah. It's amazing what, what what he's been watching or the games he's been playing. So yeah, so you draw so you draw back the bowstring and it gets hooked and then you put the the ammo in from the top. The 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 crossbow bolt. It's called a bolt, right? You put that in there. So it's a shorter arrow, right? But it shoots like a rifle. So so it looks like I'm gonna have to take you crossbow hunting, man. <laughs> Dang man, I thought I had you all interested in bow hunting. I know I'd like, you know what I'd have? I'd have that as backup. So if I shot it, and then I could go... No, 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 no. You would shoot the bow first and have the firearm as a backup. But that's actually True. illegal in New York State. We can't do that. We can crossbow only shoot it. Well, no, no. There is crossbow hunting, but that's a lot of stuff to be carrying. You don't want to be carrying a bow and a crossbow. But the thing is also... um Crossbow hunting and bow hunting happens at separate times in the season. They, I don't believe they happen at the same time. But, all right, so before I send you off to bed, okay, um, I'm going to ask you if you are curious about anything and you have question, any questions for me about hunting, something that you're curious about. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, you better make this quick because I know pretty sure your mom's going to come busting in here telling you it's time for you to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm think thinking, I'm thinking. All right, so I'll ask you while you're thinking. So once you're old enough, you know, you already know I'm going to be taking you to the archery range because right now you're too young because of insurance purposes to go to archery ranges um, out here. And once you're, you know, you're big enough and can handle a certain uh, bow weight, you know, I will be getting you another bow, probably a compound bow like mine. All right. But once you are definitely old enough, is hunting something that you'd like to do with me, with your dad? Yeah. yeah? All right. See, that's something that I'm, I'm proud of. One of the things that as I learn more about hunting, I want to teach you about it. And then hopefully when you get older, if you have kids... You can, well, you know what? I'm not even going to put that idea in your head. You're seven. But <laughs> it's something that once I, te once I teach you about it, hopefully you could pass it on to someone else. Either teach your friends about it, let them know something cool that you do with your dad. Um, you know what I'm saying? Things like that. But um, you got any questions for me, bud? Mm -mm. No, nothing? All right. Say goodnight, folks. Good night, folks. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining me and my son Cruz on a little conversation. Now I'm going to get his little little behind, his little crossbow one in the shoot behind <laughs> into bed, all right? Peace, y'all. All right, so I had hoped to end the podcast on a more positive note, but um, unfortunately it's going to end on a somber one, all right? So while recording this podcast today, it was, you know, announced that 
Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter died suddenly in um, a helicopter accident. Um, it's hitting, not necessarily close to home, but um, basketball is one of my first loves. Um, still is, you know, to be honest. Um, so it's kind of like... I don't want to say hard to process, but honestly, it is. I know he's a celebrity. He's not anyone I know personally. But in terms of how I connect with the sport of basketball, it does hit home. Um, quick side note. Honestly, um, I apologize if I offend anybody, but I think it's really fucked up that a media outlet would... If this is true, I really do think it's fucked up that a media outlet would... Um, report the news of his death before his family could even be uh could be notified um there needs to be some decency when uh stuff like this happens um so back to kobe all right um here's the thing i'd followed kobe from the beginning um i guess i believe it was back in 96 dude came straight out of high school um I know that doesn't seem like a big deal, but back then, that was a huge deal. Um, one, not many NBA players at that time, when when he came, went into the draft straight from high school, not many NBA players had done it. I believe he was the sixth to have ever done it. I, right now, you got dudes coming straight out of high school, sometimes left and right, entering the draft. But back when Kobe did it, that wasn't the case. It wasn't the norm. Um, you know what I'm saying? And I remember when he did that, I was like, who does this kid think he is? You know what I'm saying? He's going to get chewed up and spit out, you know, once he's in the NBA. But that wasn't the case, you know. The man did his thing. He, he totally did his thing. Um, as a Knicks fan, <laughs> you know, it, it was always kind of hard. It was always bittersweet for the Lakers to come to the Garden because... While I wanted to see Kobe, you know, kill it on the court, I didn't want to see him kill it on the court against the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? I still remember him dropping 61 all by himself against the Knicks. Like, that was crazy. But that was that was Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Um, his, his natural talent, his skill, and his unwor unwavering work ethic made him a force to be reckoned with on the basketball court. So, with that being said to the, you know, to the Bryant family, to anyone else mourning, you know, the death of Kobe, um, you know, sorry, and I'm, I'm really sorry that I didn't say this before, but to anyone mourning the death of Kobe Bryant, his daughter, as, and the seven, you know, other people on that helicopter, uh, you know, my condolences to all of you. All right. With that being said, um, hope you guys did enjoy, um, you know, episode one of When the Hunt Calls. Um, and I'll see y'all next week.